Hi, this is Tony Lloyd. Interviewing people for many years has made me realize that everyone has a life story to tell. Be they sad, amazing, or even inspirational, I want to bring as many human stories to you as I can in this series of podcasts. Human Stories with Tony Lloyd. I can tell from your accent, and so can everybody else, that you're an American. Yes, I am. However, I'm also a Canadian, so ah. that's kind of the same. You're both. Yes, I lived in Canada for about 10 years, and I was planning to stay there, and things changed, but I do have a dual passport. I have two passports, so oh, wow. that's kind of cool. That's, I might move back. That's a bit greedy as well, isn't it? Yeah, and <laughs> I live at the border, so it's oh, wow. usually very convenient. But right, you're in, Mi- right in Michigan, which must be near the Canadian border, is it? Yeah, it's where all the lakes are. Okay. Oh, how beautiful. How lovely. Which actually uh, sort of answers a couple of my questions because you're an artist and a photographer, but you specialize in wildlife. Yes. I recently, um, I've always enjoyed wildlife and about last year, uh, I had a camera for a couple of years, but last year I decided to start taking it out more with me when I go hiking. Mm -hmm. And there's a park near my, maybe about an hour from where I live. I live in the suburbs of Detroit. But we actually have a lot of parks, you know, na- natural areas. And this one particular place called Kensington Metro Park has a lot of wildlife there. And, you know, mostly birds, but they have deer, they have uh, squirrels, chipmunks, um, foxes, things like that, coyotes. So there's a lot of animals there to take. And there, a lot of them are very friendly, I think maybe because they feed the birds there, mm. you know. <laughs> but... And then by doing that, they actually, you can stretch your hand out and put word seed out and they'll fly and land in your hand. And oh, wow. They've kind of gotten a little tame, but they're oh. very friendly. And so I've gotten into birding a little bit by doing this. And But you get to see all the other animals too, because they c- kind of foul the, the people around. They know where they're going to drop, you know, seed on the ground Yeah. for the birds or peanuts or whatever you feed them. So and then okay. the other animals eat it. So it's real easy to take pictures of the animals there. Right. But you have to carry, as well as your camera equipment, you have to have um, a, a packet of seeds or bird feed or whatever yeah. in your pocket. Yeah, yeah, you do. You really do. <laughs> okay. Or be near other photographers that are feeding them. <laughs> but yeah. yeah. It's a bit like um, uh, I work a lot in London because that's where I'm from. And uh, in the summer, I'd go and have my lunch in Hyde Park. Uh, right in the centre of London, and there's very friendly squirrels there who obviously the, mm-hmm. the tourists love and they think it's quite unique. <laughs> there's a, there's a, a wild squirrel that will come up to them and take their food, you know. But uh, Oh, yeah. So they're, they're, mm-hmm. very, they're very super friendly, and they're so friendly. They're fussy about the, the food that they eat. If they don't like it, they'll leave it. <laughs> yeah. <you know? laughs> oh, the, the birds are like that too. They have their favourites. Yeah. And some of the photographers that go there, they'll post videos of, you know, they'll have different seeds in their hand and certain birds gravitate towards certain ones. And, mm. So you know. um, where did you start? How, you know, where's where's the beginning of this story? You started uh, painting, presumably, before you did the photography. When did you start painting wildlife and uh, landscapes? Um, I've been interested in art my whole life. And I guess when I lived in Canada back in the early 2000s is when I started doing uh, more painting. I kind of really got into painting as opposed to just drawing. Hmm. Started. I've always loved landscapes because I guess I like nature, I like hiking, so kind of gravitated towards landscapes. And hmm. I've always admired the Impressionist, Monet, different Van Gogh, different Turner, different you know people that have painted landscapes throughout the centuries. And so I was just kind of drawn to it by, you know, 
and by interest. And I just started really getting into it. I I went to a Toronto School of Art there for a couple of years and was taking some classes and learned all about the Canadian Group of Seven, which is another group of artists I really like. They did a lot of Canadian paintings of the Canadian landscape around Ontario. I was living in Toronto, so that landscape was was known to me hmm. and Michigan borders Ontario. So it's, it's very a landscape that I'm familiar with. So it's, it just kind of appealed to me to try to start painting it. Hmm. And, you know, through the years, I've just kind of been working at it, trying to get better at it. And I don't know, there's something about landscapes they are very expressive. They can be almost abstract in a way, depending on how you, you paint them, how you view them. You know, if you think about flying in an airplane, looking down at the land, it looks very abstract. Hmm. So you can also, you know, even when you're painting, um, I also enjoy plein air painting. That's kind of my favorite type of painting to do. What sort of painting did he say? Sorry. Plein air painting. So the the French started it with the Impressionists of going outside and painting, you know, trying to capture what you're seeing at the moment. So the way the light is changing, Hmm. Uh, I think Monet was very into that. So you would, you know, you set up, you get all your equipment and you head out someplace and you set up and you try to paint within about two to three hours. You try to capture whatever you're seeing. Okay. And because the light keeps changing as you're painting. So you have to, you it, it makes you paint faster and you're more worried about like the moment and not so much like if it's a perfect rendition of something. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. whereas like if you're doing a studio painting, you might work on it on and off for a couple of weeks or something. Hmm. And, but with the plein air, you have to do it then. Right. You have to at least get like 95% of it done. You wow. might touch it up later on, but yeah. So you've got to be so pretty good. So you've got to be pretty good to do that so quickly. You, you know, it makes you a better painter. It really does. Hmm. So fantastic. And of course you're in the, in one of the most beautiful parts of the world. So uh, the, the, you must have, limitless material to to paint and photograph because it's so lovely there it is very beautiful here we don't have mountains so much in michigan but we do have a lot of water we have uh, many lakes Mm. woods that have and i love to paint that so yeah i do like to go up north and paint that's actually i've been i have a friend and she has a cottage up north with her husband and we go up there a lot and paint this i always say once you kind of get out of detroit about two hours it gets much prettier and, you know, you get out into the nature, you get along the lakes, any, especially the Great Lakes. They kind of look like oceans, so that's kind of cool, too. Mm. I mean, I think it would be beautiful to paint anywhere in the world, though. You know, mm. um, Europe would be beautiful with the older buildings. You could put, you can add, you know, landscapes can have buildings in them, like make it, you know, mm. maybe like a beautiful scene in France or somewhere. Well, you have to come like over to us in France because <laughs> we live in a what's called a Bastide town. So it's very old and there's lots of old uh, streets and cobbly streets and rickety buildings and stuff like that that are, that are really old and, and uh, lovely. We like photographing them. As you know, Emma and I are both professional photographers. Uh, so sometimes we take the camera out and, uh, and uh, take a few local shots. Oh, I know. I've seen some of her work on, or maybe your work on her um, Facebook page. Mm. So it, it does look really beautiful there, actually. All, all the good ones are mine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> She'll kill me for that. No, she's Probably. incredibly, she's a natural photographer. I'm a, te- I'm a we're both totally different. I'm a, uh, a technical person. I build things. I'm a, a, an engineer. So I go okay. and take a picture. I take one frame and walk away. And she says, you better take some safety ones. No, no, it's, it's fine. It's perfect. Look. Oh, yeah, it is. 
So that's the way I work. And the way Emma works is she'll think about it, be more creative and use different angles and do different versions and so on. And that, the result of that is that her photography is so much better than mine because she's been more creative about it. Whereas I've just walked in, take the shot and move. You know, I'm a filmmaker as well. I, you know, I make films. So Oh, wow. Okay, that's so exciting. It sort of comes from that, uh, you know, that engineering, technical, cre- creative combination. But uh, so I do understand where you're coming from. Tell me, what do you do uh, for a living? Do you, have you got a job, a career or anything, or is this full time for you? Well, you know, it, I um, I don't want to dwell on my medical, but I, I had cancer uh, about five years ago. I'm, I'm good now, but I kind of lost my job during that period of time. Mm-hmm. Um, I was working in uh, the web design space. It was It's called usability or interaction design. Okay. And you try to make websites easy for people to use. Probably you've encountered some really bad, <laughs> badly designed websites. We have. So I haven't really gotten back into it. I've kind of ended up taking care of my mother um and then i'm sort of substitute teaching which is something you can do here if you have any kind of degree Hmm. you don't need a teaching certificate so i've been doing that i'm trying to get i want to get more into doing this full time so i'm not sure what exactly you know what if i could get this off the ground then i would do this full time You're listening to Human Stories with me, Tony Lloyd, and at the moment I'm talking to Barbara Glover, who is a fantastic artist and photographer. If you'd like to look at her work, uh, the website to go to is thewanderingartists, with an S on the end, dot com, thewanderingartists.com. So I asked uh, Barbara about her photography. What made you take up um, the photography as opposed to paint, painting? Was it because you could capture those images um, quicker and you didn't get so wet? Or Well, I think, I mean, I'm doing both, but the photography just kind of grew out of, um, you know, when you're, when you're painting, you often, you know, a lot of the painting you do is in your studio, so you have to work from some kind of reference material. Yeah. So, you know, do you want to use other people's photography or do you want to use your own? And uh, I think it's better to use your own because you yeah. you get a sense of the place when you're taking the picture. You'll remember it better when you're trying to paint it. Yeah. And also there's obviously, you have, if you use somebody else's photography, you have to get their permission. Yeah, you're, yeah. you're supposed to get their permission. Copyright. You should get their permission. Yeah, of course. So I think that's, and then I always kind of liked photography, you know, even as a kid. I mean, I'm not, I'm not a trained photographer. I you know, I'm still discovering how to use my camera. So I take a lot of pictures and then I get a few good ones. Mm. You know, that's kind of how I'm operating. I might take a photography class. I think I mm. could use some instruction. Well, so. we can do that for you when you come over from France, from, to France to visit us. No problem. Yeah. We, use, okay. we, we, we run photography courses. So, uh, oh, okay. I didn't happy. know you did. Yeah, we do. We, we do all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Uh, no charge. Oh, well, great. I'll keep that in mind. It's going to cost you enough to get here. Exactly. <laughs> we have to wait till this crazy pandemic's over. Yeah, with, so. yeah exactly. Yeah, we're all a bit stuck at the minute. Okay, that's good. So um, I've looked at your website and some of your work, um, and I have to say that your pictures are stunning. They're incredible. I mean, I looked at the, the photography first, and there's lots of pictures, beautiful pictures of birds, as, as you touched on earlier. And then I went to the the uh, prints of your paintings and I, I want to buy them all they're, they're beautiful oh well thank you feel free <laughs> <laughs> no you're not supposed to say that <laughs> <laughs> i would and maybe i'll buy one 
and they're very reasonable actually aren't they they're not uh, a fortune so they're there are they are um should we say affordable to most people and it'd be yeah lovely. that's i think that's because we're selling them as prints right now i haven't mm. tried to sell the originals um the the web hosting service is called art storefronts and they help you sort of set up and then um market your your work mm. so i'm but they have a print store sort of associated with them. I guess it's another company, but they they, they handle all the printing and shipping. That's so good. I thought that would be a nice thing to do. Yeah. No, Make that's fine. It more affordable. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's a good idea. And, and, and they handle all the hassle and the, the, the sending out and the money and everything else. So. Yeah, but if you want to sell originals, then you have to do all the <laughs> Yeah, of course. Yeah. So what are you painting at the moment? Uh, what, what's what's um, in the can, as we uh, would say? I'm doing some local Livonia. Uh, I live in Livonia, Michigan, which is a suburb of Detroit. I'm doing a few local Livonia landmarks. Mm -hmm. So I'm doing like a burger place that's been in business for over 60 or 70 years. Um, hoping to sell to the local market a little bit. Mm. I was going to say, do you do um, exhibitions and do, do you tip up at um, markets with uh, lots of your work and do it that way? I wanted to start doing that this year, but unfortunately, yeah, everything's closed, yeah, even sure. though they've opened up some things in our state. You know, yeah. a, a lot of big gatherings are not happening. Yeah, sure. So yeah. I have to wait till next year. So. Yeah, yeah. Is, that's a plan for the future then, perhaps. And do you um, take commissions? I mean, if somebody wanted um, that, that, a portrait or something, do you do portraits? Well... I'm doing a I'm doing a painting uh, for a friend. He's going to pay me to do it. He wanted me to do it from a photograph he took of a. They have a cottage up north. It's looking out at Lake Huron. So what they see every morning. Mm. So I'm doing that, and I would do a portrait if somebody asked me to. I don't think I specialize so much in that, but I do like to paint. I'm I want to include people in my paintings, like mm. in landscapes. I would like to be able to add people yeah. more into them. So that's something I'm working on. So give it more perspective then if you've got a person in the in the view. Yeah, you know, it just adds a different element to the picture. Like if you look at the same picture with or without people, it's a totally different mm. scene. Yeah. Okay. You know, you probably notice that with your photography. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, fantastic. I mean, I, I, you know, I would love to do more recreational photography, but uh, I just... I do the ones that I have I get paid to do and then you know you know what it's <laughs> yeah. like if you go around to um a plumber's house all the plumbing needs fixing because that pl yeah, that's true. <laughs> the yeah. plumber yeah. is too busy um earning a living by fixing other people's plumbing you know and it's the same with lots of trades and uh, I just don't uh, I love uh, photography and what have you and I I know what I'm doing obviously I've done it 40 years old and um you know, uh, I, I'd love to do more of it, but uh, I, I I don't have time really. I'm just too busy doing doing it for other people and being on the radio and stuff. So that's fine. It's okay. I mean, maybe yeah, on holidays or something. That's probably when you could do it. You know, yeah. take a take some time off. Yeah, yeah of course. Well, again, we cancelled our holiday this year because of the. The COVID yeah. situation, sadly. But there you go. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Now, if somebody listening to this um, is thinking about giving up, uh, get, uh, starting out as a, an artist uh, and they want to be a painter um, particularly, um, what advice would you give them um, to, you know, how would you advise somebody says, oh, I'd really love to, to paint um, 
scenery and landscapes and stuff, um, what advice would you give them to start out? I would say definitely you, you we, I would suggest getting some lessons, you know, if you've never done any of, you know, I've certainly taken art classes and that does help. Mm. But the biggest thing is just to do it. You know, get your materials. You can learn a lot from YouTube videos or you could, you know, nowadays you can buy books. I mean, I started out a while ago, so I more relied on books, but mm. or taking a class. But you really just have to do it. You have to learn to trust your own judgment. Yeah. If you just take a class and you're just waiting like once, let's say your class is once a week and you're just going in there. Well, I worked on my painting a little bit. Then you're always asking the instructor like for their judgment, are you done? Do I need to fix this? Is this working? Is this a good color? Did I, you know, or whatever the question is. And you have to eventually learn to trust yourself. And you're going to make mistakes and that's okay because I think that's how you learn. I think you have to be willing to just get out there and do it, make some mistakes you're probably not going to be selling your work right away, but you just have to try to be allow yourself to fail. I suppose. I suppose everybody has their own style as well, so there's no right. Yeah. W- there's no right way of painting a painting, really, in that respect. No, and, and you know, there's some fame. I can't think of the famous artist that said, "But artist perspective is all individual perspective. Like if you think mm. it's art, then it's art, and you know what what you like might be what not what somebody else likes, and so there's probably going to be somebody out there that's going to like what you're doing yeah and you shouldn't compare yourself to other people because you know you might have a friend who's you think oh wow they're a better artist than me they're more successful but they just have a different market you know maybe they have been doing it longer or whatever maybe they're better at marketing it but that doesn't mean that you're not going to find a market you know and you have to paint for yourself like i think you have to find joy in it you know you Mm. have to it has to you have to want to wake up in the morning and do it yeah and that's going to make you a better artist or writer or photographer, whatever your passion is, you know, if you really enjoy it, is it and you're exp- doing it for yourself. Is it, uh, that's good advice. Is it expensive to buy the, the kit, the paintbrushes and um, the canvas and whatever yeah. else? Yeah. Yeah, it can be. I would suggest start, you know, somebody starting out, I wouldn't go and buy like the most expensive things. If, although brushes are something that I would spend a little bit more money on, I wouldn't go with the student grade brushes because they're not, that can make a big difference. So if you're going to spend money, I would I would get a good set of brushes, and then you know you, you know you can even paint like if you're oil painting, you can even paint on paper. They have paper for oil painters. Oh. That's a great way to start because if you you know you're not wasting a whole canvas, you're you're just throwing away a piece of paper. I'm actually yeah. I do all my plein air painting on paper. Okay, I didn't know. I that. don't know why. That's interesting. I do that. Be- yeah, I know. I didn't know that either. I found that out in a class. But the thing is, is that in my mind. You know, because I'm painting fast, mm. if I'm on a canvas, I feel like, oh, gee, I have to be perfect. You know, I've got to make it look really great. And then, but if I'm on paper, I feel like, oh, I'm just experimenting or so. It's like, a, it's something mental, you know, it's, and then, I don't know, it's cheaper. Like, you know, and especially if you're painting fast, you don't, I don't create my paint, my um, plein airs are not real huge paintings or small. Mm. And that's okay, though, because if, if you get a good photographer to take a good picture of it, you can make prints that are larger than actually your painting is. Yeah, sure. So if you were selling prints or something, that's something you wanted to do. But I think mostly it's just, you know, so you can look for cheaper ways to do it. You don't have to get artist grade paint either. Paint can be extremely expensive. So look for sales, you know, online. There's a lot of stuff available now, like from online stores. Mm -hmm. 
Um, so you could certainly uh, kit yourself up for, you know, this time, even though, you know, maybe your art store is not open, but, mm. or if you live someplace that doesn't have good art stores, like kind of around this area, we don't have good art stores. Mm. So, you know, Toronto mm. had great art stores, but I don't think Detroit does. <laughs> there must be places online where you can get it, I suppose. So uh, That's where I buy it from there. Yeah. I buy it from online. Yeah, yeah well, that's really cool. Okay. Uh, Barbara, thank you so much for talking to Human Stories. It's been fascinating. Who knew? Okay, that, well, who knew that being an artist was so interesting? I, I had a, oh, well, thank you. I had a you feeling it probably that. would be, but uh, no, it's been that's great. And hopefully, people listening to this um, are all going to um, start painting like mad now. Yeah, well, I, I it would encourage people to give it a try. You know, why not? One final question. You know, we were talking about the plumber situation earlier on. Is your house covered in your paintings on the walls there's quite a number of them yes <laughs> that's great barbara, why not you know be your own art gallery well, absolutely yeah absolutely barbara thank you very much for talking to me and um, human stories it's been uh, fantastic talking to you thank you thank you so much Human Stories is a free podcast with no fees paid to contributors in the hope that they'll somehow inspire and help other people. Get in touch if you've got a story to tell. If you or your organisation would like a professional podcast series to get your message across, contact me to chat about the very reasonable costs involved. Human Stories with Tony Lloyd.